This is the worst. What's wrong? Did someone steal your rainbow? <laughs> Somebody stole my patience. Don't! <laughs> that was a disaster. Vibes are on. Good morning, everyone, and happy Monday. This is Hannah B. with the Monday Morning Motivation Podcast. I hope everyone is feeling nothing but positive vibes on this beautiful Monday morning. This week, I have one of the most amazing human beings ever joining me. She is my radio sister for life and is always there for me, and she literally gives the best advice Nicole Taylor with Utah's VFX 94.5, Utah's hottest music. This woman is all over the world. She does voice tracking for numerous country stations. She is a radio queen, someone I look up to. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome and thank you, Nicole Taylor, for joining me today. And thank you for being a part of Monday Motivation with Hannah B. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited for this. Like when you asked me, I just thought it was one of the coolest experiences. So uh, thank you. Oh, you're the sweetest. So McCall, I just absolutely love the content that you post on social media. And I'm so grateful that radio brought me to you. You are an amazing human being. So today, I just wanted to focus on, you know, so often as humans, we do other things to make other we do things to make other people happy, right? We don't really take the time to do things for ourselves to make ourselves happy. So I just have a quick question for you. Can you think of a time of when you were listening to other people when making a decision and not listening to your own heart? You know, there's a lot of times that I listen to other people's uh, opinions. So for me, when I was growing up, I always wanted to do like what everybody else wanted to do. Like I remember I really loved um, volleyball. I, I liked volleyball. I thought it was fun, but I loved volleyball because my friends loved volleyball or, you know, these guys love this country singer. So I love this country singer. It was never something that I actually thought for myself. And it was like, I grew up thinking I hated sushi because my family hated sushi. <laughs> and then I grew up and I started dating Dustin and he was like, have you even ever had sushi? And I was like, no, actually I haven't. So I guess I should try that. Come to find out I really like sushi. But it was a lot of uh, trial and error with that kind of thing because I had in my brain that it was like I would only be happy if I was doing what other people wanted me to do or expected me to do. And finally, I've come to this place where it's like, you know, I'm the only person that I have to live with for the rest of my entire existence. And I'm the only person I have to be alone with and I will be alone with. So why would I do anything? to make other people happy if it's not something that makes me happy. Exactly. And I can relate to that on so many levels because when I was 18 years old and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do for the rest of my life, everyone kept telling me to be a teacher or a nurse. And so Mm. I was just going along with it. And I'm like, all right, I'll just be like a third grade teacher because that's what everyone thinks that I should be. They're like, you have the personality. They're like, I cannot see you doing anything else. And I'm like, okay, but I really do not want to go back into the school setting. But I felt like that's all I could do because I wanted to make other people happy and listen to other people. But then it was like my sophomore year and I'm like, I really don't want to do this. And my mom's like, do what you want to do. Like my parents have been my biggest supporters my whole life. They're like, do what you want and not what your friends, not what people at school are telling you. So then that's when I started to do more research and all all that great stuff. And then I came across radio and I'm like, 
oh my goodness, like this is so fun. I can be myself. I can talk. I can be behind a mic. And ever since I found something that I'm genuinely happy doing, it's the happiest I've ever been. And Absolutely. I think that oh, like... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. Sorry. You go. You go. <laughs> no, I, I feel the exact same way. I think radio has given me the opportunity to be who I am. Like yes. I've actually been able to sit down and figure out who it is that I am and what it is that I like doing. And I think that radio has attributed a lot of that for me. Absolutely. Now, was radio something that you always wanted to go into? Or did you kind of have the same situation as me? Or how did you decide that radio was for you? Well, I kind of like wanted to be in the radio industry growing up. I used to listen to Rick D's on uh, Saturday mornings when I was going to volleyball tournaments. And I remember telling my mom that I wanted to be on air and I wanted to be you know, I want to do what he does. I want to do what Rick Dees does. Like, he's so entertaining. And I think that's fun. And she's like, you can do anything you want. Because my mom's been a huge supporter of mine also. And so I'm super grateful for the support from her. But when uh, Dustin and I started dating, I moved in with him like four hours away from where I grew up. And I ended up moving out there. And the radio station out there just was like eclectic and really off the wall. And I kind of decided that that's what I wanted to do. And I remember I came home one day and I told us, and I was like, I want to do this. And he was like, okay, so do it. And so <laughs> then I just ended up like falling into it basically. Cause somebody came into the bank that I was working at and told me that they were depositing a check for this, this radio company. And I was like, wait, how do I get a job there? And she's like, just come in and talk to the boss. And so I, I did. And then I ended up just getting a position there Um, I interned for a couple of weeks. The afternoon guy was no longer working there. um, And I ended up getting his position and I was really grateful for it, but it just kind of like fell into place. It felt very much like right place, right time for me. Right. And that's perfect. It's like, I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. So there's a reason that person came in to deposit a check for a Mm -hmm. radio company just for you to be like, Hey, are you hiring? Like, I want to work for you guys. It's crazy how that works. And, um, no, you're, you're amazing at what you do. So I'm, I'm so happy that that, that worked out for you. Um, but why do you think that people have such a hard time doing things that just genuinely make them happy? Like other than like disappointing other people, like, why do you think that they always are so focused on, you know, making other people genuinely happy and not themselves? I think people don't want to get in an uncomfortable position because learning who you are is an uncomfortable position. Right. No, exactly. And I think that, you know, when I was growing up, what it is. Yes. Yes. What it is that makes you tick and all of that is, is such a, an uncomfortable place to be and want to spend 30 seconds in an uncomfortable position for the rest of their life to be completely happy and thrilled they would rather go about appeasing other people and know that that's like you're a yes man rather than do the things that fulfill you right right and I think that's something that I struggled with my whole life I don't know if you can relate to it but Mm -hmm. I've always been a people pleaser so I will do Mm -hmm. anything else to make other people happy and that's you know that kind of comes hand in hand with when I was struggling with my anxiety like in my early, I mean, early 20s, I am 23, but I don't know if that's considered early 20s, but you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I was like 20, 21, 
that's when my anxiety was at its peak and it was just terrible. And I was just constantly, you know, always pleasing other people and just never taking time for myself. And that's just kind of why I've always followed the quote, do more of what makes you happy. And, you know, self-care, self-care, self-care. And, you know, I used to always say, do self-care, do self-care. And then I would never do it. Like, and then my mom's like, okay, you have to practice what you preach. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and so once I started doing more of that self-care, like, I just realized that like, wow, like I'm truly the only person that can make myself happy. And, you know, before you can love another person or like get in a relationship, I truly believe that like, you have to learn to love yourself. Absolutely. So uh, that's just kind of my take on things. But do you know of anyone else that, you know, has kind of struggled with, you know, struggling with, you know, just making themselves happy, like a family member, friend, or like, do you think it just like in general? I feel like a lot of people at this point in, in the game are struggling to try and understand what it is that makes them happy. And there's a lot of people who don't spend the time to, um, what is it that I'm, there's a lot of people who do not spend the time to analyze how they're actually feeling. Like last year for me was a total game changer because I spent so much time as everybody did. I feel like across the country, so much time at home by myself. And so in that time of spending at home by myself, I was actually able to analyze, okay, how am I feeling? Okay, but why am I feeling these ways, this way? And rather than judge those feelings and those emotions as something that is good or is bad, just use them as they are, accept them, acknowledge them for what they are, which is a a reaction to things that are going on or a protection from other situations or an alert you know I'm feeling sad why because this came up okay thank you sadness for protecting me from other things that could happen you know as a signal as a warning right but rather than actually understanding how people feel I think a lot of people just go with their day-to-day life and it's just like yep this is what it is yes exactly and Everything you're saying is something I can totally relate to because when I first, like, I did not want to believe that, you know, I was struggling with a mental illness like my whole life. And I knew Mm -hmm. that I had anxiety literally when I was in like third grade. Like, I knew that there was something wrong because I was always a nervous Nelly. And then in middle school, like, the social worker was like, called my mom and they're like, your daughter is like very anxious, like, all the time. Like, I would cry, like, because I'd be nervous in class and like, la-di-da and all that stuff and so you know I started going to like a therapist in middle school and I'm like I'm not going to this therapist mom like I do not need to go to a therapist there's nothing wrong Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to admit it and then as you get older when you're in high school and you realize you know once people start opening up and like sharing what they're struggling with then you feel more comfortable because when no one when people keep things to themselves you feel like you're the only person like in this world going through a rough time when in reality you really aren't there's like thousands and millions of other people that are struggling with anxiety and depression, like all at the same time. But I think as like how our society is today, a lot of us just want to hold things in. But then once, you know, I started this podcast and I just exposed it to the whole world that I have anxiety, I felt a lot more comfortable because now I know that 
um, all my listeners, you know, feel comfortable coming to me and understanding that, yes, I'm so positive and so happy, but yes, I can struggle behind closed doors. Absolutely. And it becomes something that is an open conversation. You're not hiding who you are. You're not ashamed of who you are because these are things that just are. There are things that, that exist and that are happening and you have to accept them as they are, as they come to you. Um, one of my favorite, one of my favorite words is sonder and it basically means that every single person that you pass on the street or that exists in this realm is going through things that you can't even wrap your head around a very complicated and difficult life, the exact same kind of difficulty that you're facing. Every single human being is feeling that. And it's such a comfort almost that there are other people that are kind of, you know, going through their day-to-day life and having these deep, deep, complex situations as well. And it's like, there's so much comfort in knowing that you're not alone in that. Right, right. Have you ever gone through a time where in your life where you just felt like lost and confused? Oh my gosh, all the time. I mean, I I feel like I feel like I question myself all the time. I'm always questioning, well, why am I doing this? Well, what is it? But I I've taken a couple of different personality tests. Turns out that's just how I am. One of the four tendencies questions that are uh types of people that that you can be I'm a questioner that's what that's what I do I question literally everything it annoys everybody around me I am and the so same I'm always way. like yes. wondering I'm the I am the same exact way I think I'm like an ESFJ I don't mm-hmm. know what the I can't remember what the F stands for but I know it's like I can relate on questioning myself because I'm always second guessing. And even when I was in school and uh, my professors are like, just put your first answer for the test. Like, don't change it. Don't go back and erase it because your first answer is always correct. And then I always used to go back and change it. And I'm like, "Eh, I don't think that's right. Or just like in life in general, I'm like, okay, am I doing, am I doing the right thing? Like, And I know there's a few times where I've messaged you like, hey, like, what do you think about this? Like, is this the right thing? Because I'm sitting here like in bed staring at my wall like, okay, twiddling my thumbs. Should I be doing Mm -hmm. this (laughs) or should I be doing that? And I've just always been that super indecisive person growing up where, you know, now that I'm 23, I'm like, okay, I just have to confidently make a decision and not go back and change it like 95 times. You know, but I wouldn't necessarily say that even like, having a lot of different answers to things or wanting to, you know, change your, change your answer on things is a bad thing. It's just wanting to make sure that you're doing the correct thing. And I'm the same way. And so when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, you do, like you said, just have to be like, okay, I'm confidently making this decision and moving forward. And the, the beautiful thing about it is that if it's not the right decision, you can make another choice tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. And you are totally right about that. I thank you for bringing that up. It's, and it's so right because that also then goes back to relate to at the end of the day, like, what are you doing to make yourself happy? Like, are Mm -hmm. you sitting there doing things to make other people happy or are you doing something that you're genuinely happy? And I think that we can both agree that, you know, we have a career that we both absolutely love. And, you know, you, like you probably love it so much even though you get up at like the crack of dawn like you wouldn't be doing it 
you know, if you didn't love it, right? You get up at yeah. what time? What time do you get up? Like four? Uh, yeah, usually. Wow. And that's, that's With, dedication. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And, you know, people always say that the mornings get, they'll get easier and they, they don't, man. They suck. I still hate them. Like, I no, pound down a couple of cups of coffee and then I'm okay. Right. Because, I mean, you have to be up and ready and like all ready to go on air. And that's at like, what time is that? Like 6 a.m.? Uh-huh. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's dedication. And you know what? That just really shows the world that you are the queen of radio, McCall Taylor. Like, no Thank questions. <laughs> no questions asked. Like, that is a for sure answer that I can confidently answer that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so what advice do you have for others that maybe are just kind of struggling right now to find themselves? Journal. Oh my gosh. Journal everything that you can. So I spent, I started spending time journaling, I don't know, uh, probably six months ago or so. And I felt a lot more um, compassion towards myself because in those journal pages, you can put down anything that you want. And those pages aren't going to turn back around and judge you and tell you you're stupid for feeling that way. It's a way to be able to release the, the scared, the nervous, the excited, and, and not have any form of energy come back towards you. I'm very much an energy type of a person. And so I think journaling is really important. Asking yourself how you're feeling and accepting those emotions as they come up is also very, very, very important as a first step. Absolutely. I love journaling. It's kind of something that I need to go back to doing because you're right. You could write anything in there and it's not like anything like no one's going to judge you for, you know, Mm -hmm. how you feel. And I think that's, you know, I have a gratitude journal and I write down things that I'm thankful for and, you know, that I thank God every day for. But the journaling, just journaling your feelings, especially if, you know, if you're an introvert or if you're an extrovert and you don't feel comfortable with telling other people how you're feeling, jot it down. And I know a lot of my friends have done that and they've Mm -hmm. seen so much progress within themselves and their self-love progress. So that is a great idea and something that I really need to do more of because it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to start doing it. And then it's like a week later, I'm like, oh yeah, that journaling thing oh, that yeah. I was supposed uh-huh. to do. Exactly. Oh. And, and that's the thing. It's, it's a journey, you know, it is a process and a, a practice every single day. And, you know, you don't expect to just jump into something and be super good at it right as soon as you start. meditation is another thing that I have really started doing a ton of. And, um, I know that if I don't meditate for a couple of days or for a day, my entire like soul feels off. Like I don't feel like I am fully vested in the day that, that is here, you know? Um, that, that's one of the other things for me. Absolutely. I love meditating as well. I literally will just go on YouTube and be like, meditations for overthinking, meditations Mm -hmm. for anxiety. And then I'll just put it on and I'll do a face mask and it'll literally knock me out. And it's, I used to not believe in meditating because I'm like, okay, like even when I meditate, my mind is just wandering off. But once you actually listen to the meditation and you don't have any distractions around you, it helps me so much I'm literally like oh my goodness I feel like a brand new person after and it's something I used to do before softball games and when I got home from softball and 
before a test, like in the morning. And it just, it helped me so much. And I think that, you know, we should take more advantage of it because it's free. It's on Spotify. You can yep. do it on YouTube. And then I know there's an app called Headspace. And uh-huh. that was one my therapist recommended. And I'm just so open to meditate. What, what else do you like to do in your free time for self-care wise? Mm, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff I like. I like trying new things because I, I like to know if I'd be any good at it. So like cooking has been something I've really enjoyed trying yes, to do. Yes, your gnocchi. I saw your delicious Thank gnocchi you. on Instagram. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was so good. But, you know, cooking is something. I started really liking plants. I'm starting to learn more about video work. Like I just, I get bored. And I think it has to do with, I, I'm pretty sure I have ADHD. I don't necessarily know. It's never been diagnosed. I think we all do, honestly. I, I, I agree. <laughs> and so I feel like there's a lot of random things that I'll pick up and I'll just like run with. And it's like, I kind of get bored with it. And then I move on to something else. And then I'll come back to it and pick it up. Like I have a ukulele. I play the ukulele every once yes, in a while. Girl, okay. I, I paint every once in a while. I like to sing. Um, I don't know. I like to play with makeup. There's a lot of like random things that I'll pick up, but you know, when it comes down to it, um, back to the meditation thing, actually, I started using balance, which is an app that I've used. That's really, really been helpful. And then I have a friend who does like meditation music on YouTube and I think it's outer space to inner space, but it's O S T I S is what they're like acronym is I'm and so I down. listen I I love I love it I love it so much and so I listen to that a lot when it comes to meditation but um I've really been into reading also but I read like self-helpish books see okay that is something I need to start doing because when I read okay maybe it's just me but sometimes when I'm reading like a book that's like maybe on like history or like just relate like I don't know like a book in school I would be mm-hmm. on the same page for like 20 minutes because I'd be thinking about like what I'm going to eat or like what I'm going to yep. do after school. Yep. And I'm like, I'm, I'm the oh same my way. gosh, I'm like, I can't do this. And I'm like, okay, page one again, here I am next yep. night, the blah, blah, yep. blah. And I'm like, I can't do this. And then I'll fall asleep. So the self-help books, that's like the only thing that I can like relate my life to. So if it's a book that I can relate to, I'm a hundred percent in and I can totally sit down and read it. But if it's like yep. in 1982 and I'm like, yeah, no, I can't yep. do this. <laughs> if it's not something that I'm interested in, then I'm totally not interested. Like I am, I am disengaged a hundred percent. Absolutely. So, so with the self-help books, that's been my jam. Absolutely. So you live out in Utah. Now, how about the nature uh-huh. out there? Is that something oh, that helps beautiful. you as well? I know you have a few goats. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do have a few goats. I just picked up a new goat tonight. Aww. So I have three goats now and 20 chickens and three dogs but with with the nature we live in a like a farming community is where I live and I'm like 30 minutes away from the radio station but I'm like five minutes away from the mountain so I can go drive up be in the mountains if I want to we're on an acre and a third so I can go out and be in my backyard and just kind of like chill and have some space to myself now I made it as a goal last year to go up to the mountains once a week, every single week, because I know that that's where I feel grounded is when I'm out in nature. There's just something about it. And so I feel very, very grounded going up into the mountains and 
that's something I've done pretty well with going up and actually spending some time. But I know as soon as I feel restless and I feel like something's going crazy and I feel like, okay, I got to go away for 10 minutes and just go sit up in the mountains and just like admire what there is around me and get into more of a grateful headspace. Yes. And you are very lucky to live out in the mountains. I wish, I mean, when I look outside, you know, it's just, it's the suburbs. I live right outside Chicago. So, you know, I guess it's because I've lived here my whole life, but I Mm -hmm. love the mountains. And Mm -hmm. whenever I'm stressed or overwhelmed, I always just go outside and take a walk with my dog. But I can't imagine living like, like, okay, I'm just going to go take a trip up to the mountains and just like reflect and do like, Oh my goodness. I would love that. And do some meditation and yoga in the mountains. That's like my dream. Like I always see that mm-hmm. like people post like artsy pictures on Instagram. I'm like, man, I wish that was me, but that just means my call. I'm going to visit you someday. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've got a spare <laughs> bedroom. You're welcome anytime. Oh, I can't wait. You it's, are. <laughs> it's so pretty here. It's, I, I admire it so much. And I feel like I could never move anywhere that didn't have mountains like now that I have them I'm like I can't I can't leave no I don't blame you I mean I wouldn't move (laughs) either I would live there forever no doubt about that but McCall thank you so much for sharing all these wonderful tips on just how to make yourself happy and self-care and just like you as a person like you just radiate so much positive energy and I'm really grateful to have you in my life and I honestly I cannot wait to meet you in person someday I don't know when that day will be but we will have to plan something soon because you are a ball of joy and I'm just really grateful to have you in my life so thank you so much for being a part of my podcast it means more than you could ever imagine Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a blessing. I have been so grateful to be able, I've literally been looking forward to it like all day long. So (laughs) thank you so much. Me too. But everyone be sure to follow my good friend, McCall on Twitter and Instagram at the McCall Taylor for some excellent content. Do more of what makes you happy. Follow your heart, follow your dreams and know that you can most definitely achieve anything you set your mind to. As always, sending you nothing but positive vibes. Be sure to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Hannah B underscore on air. And go like my Facebook page, Monday Motivation with Hannah B. Have a great week, everyone.